This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. Today, we have Jim Adams coming back to the show to talk a little bit more about how he's identified four different types of business owners and how he helps them with Jim Adams Consulting. Jim, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, good to see you again, Zach. And I'm super excited about this because we heard a little bit about your journey, heard your passion behind everything you're doing. But I wanted to give you the time to break down the four types of business owners you identified, because it's one of the things that stood out to me about some of the content you've put out and different things that you focus on. So identify for us. What are those four types of business owners? And give us a little bit of a description so we can recognize if we're one of those types. Yeah. So the four types of business owners are the gunslinger, the mechanic, the goalie, and then the unicorn, which of course, hopefully most of us understand don't exist, but, but yeah, so the gunslinger, you know, their strength is going to be sales. And then their blind spot is usually going to be impulsivity. Mechanics are usually hyper-focused on actually doing the work. You know, they're usually just really excellent at what it is that they do. Their kind of downfall is they have kind of have this limiting belief, like, feel the dreams, like build it and they will come. Like if you just do really awesome work, like word of mouth is all that you'll need. And it seldom is, you know, word of mouth is amazing, right? You want to do great work, but it's seldom enough. And then goalies are usually much more better organized at systems and processes and organization. However, their limitation tends to be being more conservative, you know, in the extreme end of that would even be somewhat of a scarcity mindset where there's some fear there. So they all have strengths. And then they all have blind spots and fears and they all have different things, you know, once they're more aware that they can focus on and have a breakthrough. Yeah, I love how you've broken these down because they're they're really fascinating. I've not heard them described this way where you have the gunslinger, the mechanic, the gold, the unicorn. But what sounds like is prevalent among all of them, and I love this piece of the conversation, is they all have blind spots. Have you mm-hmm. recognized a particular blind spot, something that stands out to you that is kind of not necessarily habitual, but recurring. It's kind of a trend with business owners. Have you found a common blind spot that a lot of people are missing that can give us awareness to? Yeah, absolutely. So there's this kind of spectrum when it comes to making decisions based on gut and instinct versus, you know, facts and figures and information. And so on one end of the spectrum, like where the gunslingers live is it's just like all by gut and we really don't have the patience to, you know, even though like I'm really good at numbers and I love analytics, I like, you know, still the emotions are really controlling things. And so this one time I, I came up with this idea of being able to visualize somebody, somebody could upload a picture of their backyard and they'd be able to put like put a pavilion in that picture and actually found a way to do that. But I missed a step in the user story in the development process. And it basically, so I was thinking like, this was just going to just be a huge success. People were going to love it. You know, my phone was going to be ringing off hook. And so I launched it. And because of the one flaw, it was like crickets. It was like not only a waste of tens of thousands of dollars, but tons and tons of time and energy. And it was just because, you know, I had this big idea and like missed one detail and like was just a disaster. So 
you know, the good thing is, is that we're willing to try things, which is like super important. Whereas a goalie on the other end is much less likely to want to try things. They want a sure thing. So they'll study things to death and not make a decision. But whereas like the gunslingers are like the worst at organizations and systems. Like that's one of my biggest peeves now is look, all respect to Michael Gerber, but that, you know, the e-myth was written in the eighties, right? Like if that awareness, like if we're not working on our business by now, just because we're aware of it, like gunslingers are just horrible at that. Mechanics might be a little better. You know, goalies are the best at it, but they got a whole other, you know, bag of tricks they got to deal with. And then the other thing is systems. We'll just, you know, just create systems. Well, so here I am, I'm like this hard charging driven guy. And now basically what are systems other than like rules, not only rules, but like very strict, specific rules, like, you know, with lots of details, like you want me, you want me to follow lots and lots of rules? No, thank you. You know, so it's just like, work on your business, create systems. I'm like, "Mm, okay, well, how, I mean, how do I do that? So, you know, and that was almost my undoing. I mean, we, we figured it out. Like I kept at it. Like it could have put me out of business. The, you know, my blind spots could have put me out of business. Yeah. And what I love about you've broken down and obviously I'm all about the tactics and business. I love the granular piece where the tactics are really that piece that helps you take that next step. And as you're talking, what's coming to mind as you're talking through these blind spots and the different types of leaders, you mentioned facts and figures, information, data, different pieces where you can actually recognize and i can't remember the business owner that said it but one of the great business owners of our time he said that what is measured can be improved upon if you track it Mm -hmm. and measure it you can actually improve upon if you have the numbers attached to what's working what's not working you can actually improve upon it so identifying these different things how have you now shifted your consulting firm to take those numbers, implement them with people, and then help them improve while using those numbers. You're helping them track it. You're helping them measure it. How do you help them then grow it after that? Yeah, so that's a great question. So one of the common mistakes, and actually most business owners know this actually, is the traditional financial statements, your profit loss or income statement, synonymous, your balance sheet and your cash flow. Those are longer term measurements. And they're important, but A, it's overrated and B, it's very, very challenging for a lot of businesses to actually have those numbers right. Now, I was eventually be able to work that out actually fairly recently where the horsepower came for our company when we started scaling and making better decisions is the short term numbers. You know, people call them KPIs, key performance indicators. I think that's way too many syllables. I just use the term metrics, right? And so I've been teaching business owners for years, first as an employee for years, to focus on weekly and monthly metrics. I mean, you need to know where your gross margins are on an annual basis. You need to know what your overhead is. You don't need financial statements to figure all that out, right? There's other ways to skin that cat. We can get your financial statements working, but it takes time. You know, you have to have, most people need a fractional CFO. That's a whole other conversation. But basically, those weekly metrics are where it's at. And so things like, you know, what's your headcount? What's your direct payroll? What are your written sales? What are your written unit sales? How much work did you actually get done? How many units? How many dollars did you actually get done? Things like that. You can measure, you know, dollar production per hour, just different things like that. You know, we could have a whole conversation about the digital side, you know, as far as clicks. Conversion rate is absolutely huge. I've been, that's like one of the biggest things is, 
So you got traffic, like all the marketing out there in the world is all focused on traffic, 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 visitors, visitors, visitors. But the reason why that most digital marketing consultants don't focus on conversion is because they, they don't know how to do it, right? That's a lot. That's a whole other, like to get traffic, all you do is throw money at it. Like you can throw money at SEO, you can throw money at advertising, but getting that conversion is like, that's where the magic happens. And that's one thing that like blew up in a good way. The American landscape structures is when we got that conversion down, we got our acquisition costs down. So that's when we were able to staff up, hire a team where we had the acquisition costs down. Yeah, I think that's such a great dichotomy that you just mentioned. Marketing and that conversion piece is where it shifts over into sales, right? You get the lead gen, but mm-hmm. you can't convert and you can't sell. It doesn't matter how good your damn marketing is. At the end of the day, you're not going to make any money. You're just wasting money on marketing if you can't figure out how to convert that into client sales numbers. So I love that you're highlighting these things in data because it helps us recognize like that cash flow analysis attached to things. Where am I spending the best time? What you think is making you the most money could actually be the biggest time suck. And you could easily take that time, put it elsewhere and make even more money. Is that how you kind of look at these numbers and like KPIs, but also like how do you time manage the best? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like going all the way back to the earlier comments about working on your business. And so there's so many freaking things to work on. Okay. So, you know, telling somebody to work on their business is like, you know, watch your diet and work out. I mean, you know, I mean, how helpful is that really? It's like that literal, like it's just really not that helpful. What is it that I need to work on? You got sales, you got marketing, you got HR, you got finance and numbers and like actually doing the work better. Like there's just how to hire people, when to fire people, how to do your messaging, your copywriting, your digital, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's a lot to know. Like, you want me to work on my business? And so, like, one of the big mistakes a lot of people make is it seems right to work on efficiency and production, right? That seems right. But so you only have so much bandwidth as a business owner. And so if you're focused on efficiency, but you don't have the sales and the backlog to back that up, you're wasting your time. Literally, like, somebody gives me their numbers. I can tell them, like, look, leave these guys alone. Stop trying to hurry these guys up. You're just pissing them off. You're really not doing any good. You need to be spending your time over here on sales or this guy's saying, yeah, I want like gunslingers want revenue, revenue, revenue. Dude, you got six months worth of backlog. Like you need to get some workout, right? Like go focus over here, you know, get somebody focused in on your operations. Like if details aren't your thing, like get a detail guy, get a consultant, hire somebody, you know, work with somebody that's good at details, work with somebody that's good at systems, you know, if you've got all this backlog. And so like knowing what to work on, so as a business owner, you know, you've got to, first of all, you've got to know whether you should be focused on sales or whether you should be focused on operations. And then, you know, we've got to be, you know, what are we great at? What skill do we need to be developing next? Right. So at any given time, we can be, you know, you can't just work on everything, right? Work on one skill. And then the other thing is like, what area do I need to hire for? You know, either get a contractor, like a consultant or a hire or something, you know, where do I need to focus on there? Like those two things. So what are my strengths? What are my blind spots? What do I need to hire for? And what skills do I need to work on? And so when you drill into each of those three different type business owners to work towards, you know, not being a unicorn, but putting together a unicorn team, then like those four areas. And so that the, once you start learning about yourself, it enables you to answer that question. Like, what is my biggest problem? So that's yeah. super key. I'm going to go ahead and just plug. I don't know. Have you heard of Mike McCallowitz? He's got a few books out in this space. And so 
One quote that I love by him is he says, business owners' biggest problem is they don't know what their biggest problem is. And that is just so true. It really is. And like you're talking about those blind spots, those blind spots will destroy what you're working on without you ever seeing what the hell happened. So I, I love that. And I love that you help people use the data to understand that. Because I think that's so key for so many people. They have to see the numbers, right? And you use the mm-hmm. numbers to help leverage that forward. And I, I know you have a quiz attached to this where people can go mm-hmm. check out and find out what type of business owner are they, what their blind spots may be. Can you go ahead and remind the audience, where can they find you, find more information about you, but also take this quiz to find out what type of business owner they may be? Yeah, absolutely. So just go to a jimadamsconsulting.com. There should be a big button right there in the middle of the screen that says four types of business owners. Just push that button. The quiz you know, takes just a few minutes and then we'll, you know, we'll email you the results right away. You'll get that. And then when you get that email, not only is it going to talk to you a little bit about whatever type of business owner you are to kind of expand upon that a little bit more, it's also going to give you three action items of things to, to help you out, like what skill do you need to work in, you know, where you can hire out and, you know, what you can do to uh, do some damage control for your blind spot. And one thing I want to add about this overall thing of type, you know, there's all these different personality tests. Am I a D? Am I an I? Or am I just moody? You know, am I an eight? Am I a four? Am I this? Am I that? Remember, anything that you're looking at with a personality, like that's just an indication of who you are right now. That does not mean that that's who you are, right? It just means it's just telling you about where you are right now. You know, it's an indicator. It's not like a life sentence. Like you're not stuck with whatever, you know, whether it's DISC or Enneagram or human design or whatever, like, you know, knowing yourself is a big part of your messaging, Zach. And that's just one thing that I found is just super, super important to understand is that like all those different tests only go so, so far. That doesn't mean that, that that's just who you are forever and ever. Yeah, I agree where it, it's an awareness piece. It helps you understand mm-hmm. what may be broken, what may need fixing, where in that link can you move forward? And that's what I love about everything you're saying, where you're helping people recognize and then also take the action, take the tactical steps to accomplish your mission and vision. And I love that piece of it. I love that you have the quiz attached to it. And as a reminder for everybody, it's jimadamsconsulting.com. Go check out that quiz. Find out where your blind spots may be. Gain that awareness about yourself. And overall, Jim, I just want to thank you for your time. Thank you for all the wisdom. And I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this with the audience, my friend. Yeah, so grateful for the opportunity to hang out with you and help get the word out there. Hopefully together we can uh, help some folks out there. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.